everyone. Welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Julia Beauchamp, and I'm here, as always, with Macworld Executive Editor Michael Simon, as well as Computer World Executive Editor Ken Mingus. We are live on LinkedIn and on YouTube, so if while you're watching, you have any questions, comments, or you want to add to our topic of discussion for the day, which is Apple's worst products or, you know, biggest fails of all time, please do let us know. I think we'll definitely be interested to hear what your opinion is on some of, you know, Apple's worst products in your view. So please do leave a comment. And with that, let's dive into it. So the catalyst for this discussion, first off, Macworld article, um, you know, detailing the 10 worst Apple products of all time. And Michael, you sent it to us and I looked at it and said, oh my God, I used one of these things this past weekend and it was a genuinely horrible experience. And it was the Siri Apple TV remote. I had never used one before. I was um, visiting my family. We were at an Airbnb in upstate New York and there was an Apple TV and I was trying to set it up for my family so my family could watch the um, final four. And it was horrible. I could not figure out how to use it. I'm a little and jealous that you haven't used one until just now. <laughs> I, I don't have an Apple Yeah, TV. you've lucked up, Juliet. We've all been torturing ourselves for years with this thing. I, I did bring my prop because I have to agree. This is, it, it, try watching, try doing something with this in a dark room while you're yeah. watching a movie or a it's, game or anything. What's, what's unfortunate about it is it's, it looks really cool and like the intent is excellent. It's just, it's not what people need. That's not what you're looking for in a remote. It's you want something you can pick up, use in the dark, as you say, without looking down to see if you're holding it the right way. You don't want it to, um, you know, like when you're using that trackpad to go three faces, uh, three spaces too far, two spaces too back. You need precision controls, and you don't want to be holding it for more than you have to. And and Apple, the Apple Siri remote, it does all of those things. You 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 have to spend way too much time with it to do simple tasks. I would argue that the fatal flaw with the with this remote is the fact that when you pick it up, you can't tell if you're holding it the right that's way. The, that's because the, at that point, you've already lost. You're, you're flipping it around. You're yeah. hitting the wrong button. And you Apple's know, solution to that was to put a little white ring around the menu button, but you have to look at it. Well, that. if the white ring glowed in some way maybe, in the dark, maybe, maybe that, that would, would be helpful. But, but yeah, it's, but, it's just, it's not, there are ways to do a super simple, super thin, elegant remote that still allows you to use it easily. Isn't the assumption that that's coming this year? I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we, there, there's been a lot of rumors, a lot of, uh, you know, like little things that people have found hidden in iOS 14 on tbOS 14.5 code that suggests they're a renaming it to the Apple TV remote, which makes sense because my guess is most people aren't using Siri to, to, cause you know, that, first of all, you're with people. Second of all, you know, you just, you know what you want to look for. You press a couple of buttons and you get there. Um, and yeah, there it's been rumored for a little while that they're working on a new remote. You know, it's funny when we were doing this list, I was struck by how many things Apple has basically admitted without admitting that, Hey, listen, we got it wrong and we're going to fix it. They don't, they never come out and say, you know, this sucked. We're either scrapping it or we're changing it. But way more than they have in the past, they're basically looking at their current products, evaluating how people are using them and what their complaints are and addressing them relatively quickly. That, that sounds almost like you're talking about the butterfly keyboard. Well, there's that. That's a big one. Yeah, they That's tried. A very big one. Yes. A lot yeah. of people use those things that and was, everybody um, hated it. And About five years. It was around 2015, the 2015 um, MacBook. 
book is when that launched. Yeah. And um, it quickly made it made its way to all of Apple's laptops and it quickly made its way to a service uh, program, a replace a, a repair slash replace program that literally covers every single butterfly keyboard that ever shipped. That's how bad it is. It's it's widespread. There are even if you don't have problems with it, I like I've I, I've had one since uh, 2016. I, I've I've never had an issue where I had to take it back to the Apple Store, but I hate it. It's loud. It's clunky. It's 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 clickety. It's clickety clacky. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, the sound is alone should turn you off. Not good. And the one that they released first with the 20 uh, uh, 2019 16 inch MacBook Pro. And now with all of the laptops is, is fantastic because they went back to their old keyboard, which was great. So we had five years of, 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 of horribleness. Now Apple once again makes the best keyboards in the business and my, my best laptop keyboards in the business. Don't you think that, you know, the discussion we're having though sort of goes hat in hand with a company that likes to push the envelope and certainly more than most other companies takes into account the form as much as the function. Sure. There are going to be some misfires. Of course. I mean, listen, everybody yeah. makes mistakes. I mean, I'm not, this is, the, the point of this article wasn't to shame Apple. It was just to point out that, you know, we also did the 10 best products. You know, we, we, we didn't just bash them. The, the, the point of this is to, you know, it's some of it is just a, a fun little trip down memory lane because there are some products like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That was awful. Mm -hmm. But mainly to show that, you know, Apple, they're a couple trillion dollar company now. And most of these products, a lot of these products were, were released when they were, on the verge of bankruptcy. You know, the iPod was, was just coming out. The, uh, one of the products we have is the USB puck mouse for the iMac. Ooh, they, they got it I wrong. I had forgotten that. Yeah. Oh, so that thing was a nightmare. It, it was a nightmare, but the iMac saved Apple. Mouse, yeah. mouse or no. Mouse it was, it was the, first, yeah. the first consumer mainstream USB mouse for a PC. Replaced Apple's proprietary uh, desktop, Apple desktop bus input, ADB, yeah. and brought USB. That's a big deal. The mouse was terrible. Steve Jobs loved and it, and the 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 weird reason why he loved it is so. The the story goes, Steve Jobs used to like to sit cross-legged on his desk, you know, like Indian style. I don't know what you. Doesn't what's everybody the, what's, do what's, that? What's, what's the PC Wait, way of saying that now? I don't know. Crisscross yeah. applesauce. That's what my that's what my son said. You're right. Crisscross applesauce. So he used to sit like that on his desk. And so his arms were, were like, like at like a weird angle and he would hold his mouse like down. So yeah. he designed this circular mouse to fit his specific little like claw grip. I'm trying to figure out how that <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really weird. Nobody, <laughs> else, uh, nobody else would do it. Nobody can do it. But no. so, so they designed a mouse to fit that specific instance because, mm -hmm. you know, he's Steve Jobs. He can do that. They shipped it <laughs> to, rather than make a one-off for him. He liked it so much that they said, you know what? We're going to ship this with the iMac because it's awesome. And, you know, granted, it does look cool. It's, it's one of the most unique, if not the most unique mouse you've ever seen in your life. When you try to use it like a normal person, it's, it's a nightmare. It doesn't fit in your grip because it's a circle. You know, there's a reason why mice are teardrop shaped because that's how you hold them. The clicking was a mess. The, the rolling ball was a mess. Everything was a nightmare. The cord was too short. Like everything was wrong because they made it for this one specific purpose for, you know, the, Steve Jobs. the you know, the king of Apple. Well, and they, the they kept that mouse around for a, for a little while. 
Well, but think about it. The, again, the fundamental original flaw there is it's a round mouse. You don't know which way is up. You could grab it the wrong way and start, you know, uh, you know, trying to move the cursor and it would go in the other direction. That's, that happened, yeah. And it was ma flaw. mainly it was just ergonomically uncomfortable. And that's the last thing you want when you're using a mouse. What's funny about that is we had another mouse that nearly made the list, which is the current mouse, the, the uh, was it the, the, the magic mouse. Yeah. That one you have to flip it over to charge. And that's been the, the butt of many a meme and joke in for Apple for years. You know, they, they have this mouse that that's, you know, really nice looking and fits nicely in your hand and clicks nicely and scrolls nicely and it's optical and all. Uh, you get a warning on your Mac saying low battery. You, you literally have to flip it over for like a half hour. You can't use it. You're stuck. Yeah. And they, and they keep, they, they, they refuse to put the little USB uh, lightning cable on the back. I mean, it wouldn't look as pretty, but it's functional. Like sometimes you have to make sacrifices for function. Yeah. Let me, Michael, let me ask you, did in your list of, of bad things, because I, I scanned it, but I, I may have missed this. Did you come up with any specific computers or laptops or whatever that were inherently awful, awful? The only computer we have is the Mac Pro, the first Mac Pro, which the, was the trash, the, can. the trash can Mac Pro. Yeah. What about the Cube? It's a funny thing. We 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 talked about the cube. It, it was on it was on the original list of like twenty products. Mm -hmm. The problem I have and a bunch of us had with the cube. Yes, Apple killed it after a year. Yes, it had production issues with um, cracking cases. Um, the first one it did didn't look have, beautiful. It really well, that's, looked that's, cool. And it it was more than just looks. It was a it was an engineering marvel. Yeah. Because you took at the time. PC towers were enormous. Yeah. And they, Apple shrunk that down to a thing that not only did you did it fit on your desk, you wanted to put on your desk. It was gorgeous. And for the people who didn't have crack cases and didn't need a CD burner and the things that they brought out and then, you know, they eventually and didn't need like super power because it was it was pretty un, un, underpowered. Yeah. It, it was a it was a great machine. If they came out with one now, I'd buy one, you know with 20 years of experience to fix the production issues. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I mean, what they did there, the, the, the concept was amazing. And I also think that even though it was a failure, uh, um, you know, with, with sales, I do believe it had an impact, impact on the industry. I think it still made its mark for the time that it was. That was like, what, like 2000? 2001-ish? Yeah, around there. Yeah. I mean, if you look at if you look at what's come out with, um, you know, Intel smaller PCs since I mean, that's, you know, that was the first of all of these things. I'm not saying that, you know, people are that Apple had this idea that other people didn't have they that they certainly did. But they were able to to actually build a PC that, you know, really was handheld and portable that, you know, was a true desktop machine. It wasn't like a like a like a baby laptop, like an iBook or something. So that's why we, we, we took that off. I, I didn't think it was fair because we had enough positive points to say about it as negative points. The trash can Mac, on the other hand, while also impressive, impressively engineered, was so short-sighted in what the, the, so the, the market who needed that machine, it was a mess because they needed PCI slots. They didn't get them. They needed um, lots of I.O. ports. They didn't get them. They needed easy access to such I.O. ports. They didn't get it. They needed expandability, upgradability. They didn't get it. 
And then Apple ignored it for like five years on top of that. Well, the fact that it stayed for five years yeah. before they finally did something with it is, and, you is know, astonishing. It was super cool to look at yeah. and to take apart and to see on, on the website, the, 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 the fan and the way it was amazing, but just a complete nightmare for anybody who was willing to spend three grand on it. It just, it, it wasn't viable. And that's why, once again, that's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. They made that thing. They made a big, big deal about it. Phil Schiller got on that stage and said, quote, can't, can't innovate anymore, my ass, because people were saying, you know, what's going on with Apple? Why are, and he, they were really proud of this thing. And then very quickly, they realized, uh-oh, maybe, maybe this isn't I the right thing. I think he answered thing. his own question or yeah. whatever, you know? He so it was, it was innovative, for sure. Yeah. It just it wasn't, it wasn't practical. And then out of that came the Mac Pro, which is everything that people who want to spend that kind of money on a Mac want. It's modular, it's pretty, it's powerful. And now they have a platform to work with for the next 10 years. We got a kind of fun question on LinkedIn, which is kind of just like, but, and maybe you can give us a little bit of um, insight, Mike, which is basically just, you know, by what factors and standards have, are we deciding what is a not good product? So I'm wondering, it seems, it kind of seems like at at least referencing um, that one cube Mac that it's, if it was like interesting and like left its mark, like it's ultimately probably good, but what I get, I guess, yeah. What are some things that make a product bad, I guess, at least again, in my anecdotal experience with the Siri remote, it was, I could not for the life of me figure out how to work it. I didn't even realize that the little top portion was a trackpad. Yeah. Didn't realize you could click it. Like just none of it felt intuitive. Yeah, that, I mean that's 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 number one was you know how how easy it is to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is price. Number three, sales, and and number four, I mean it's it's subjective. We put, for example, we put the iPod Hi-Fi on this list. There are lots of people who tweeted and emailed us and said, "Hey, well, I I love it. I still have one. I still use it." Our problem with it was that it was too expensive. It was mm-hmm. too heavy to be portable. The dock was flimsy, like it didn't it didn't have a nice place to rest. And there were other competing units at the time that sounded just as good and were and cheap and were cheaper and were were more portable. And you know, it it didn't it didn't do anything to bring that product line forward. That that's the big thing cool. is that it needs to advance the conversation. And the products that we chose, I mean, some of them were just ridiculous, like the AirPods Max uh, carrying case. That's a new one. That made that broke the list because we were all university like that is just the dumbest thing Apple has ever done, and and, and it needs to be on that list. Some of them are just are just head scratchers, and that, that one you can't even buy separately. You have to buy the five hundred fifty dollars headphones to, to get it. But for the most part, for the you know the the, the main products that we chose, we we wanted to see, uh, you know, so if it if it had an impact, we can't call it the worst. Hence hence for the the the, the G four cube. Right. A lot of the laptops, you know, there were some clunkers out there, but they all you know, kind of kept the conversation moving. Um, I feel like, you know, the, the USB mouse, yes, it brought USB peripheral devices to the mainstream, but you have never seen- But at what cost? Mouse oh again. my God. Right, at, right. At, at, they, carpal tunnel syndrome waiting to happen. Seriously, I mean, and they moved away from it. They never went back and that, and, and that was that. We also have iPod socks on here. Now people love those things too. I understand. I get it. You know, like no one is going to universally hate anything. People like the MacBook butterfly keyboard. I mean, nobody really? universe hates everything. 
Okay. Odd socks in, in in our estimation. You know, we also took you know boats. There was there was six of us, but iPod socks were just absurd. They were this. You I feel like it was this literally was, a sock. I feel like this was the iPod sock was also squarely in my era of like owning an iPod and owning an Apple device. And this and like also definitely something that would have been marketed to my age group. I mean, if they came out in 2004, I don't want to freak anyone out, but I would have been almost nine. But like I probably had an iPod and like I would have wanted somewhere cool to put it. All right. But I never had one. I never yeah, had I one. Mean, and I've had a lot of Apple products, but no, nothing you, like that. you never had an iPod? I had an I iPod, had, but not an iPod. I had an iPod. Oh, 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 not an iPod. Oh, no, I had oh, multiple I iPods. Oh, I get you. I had the yeah. iPod Nano, and then I had an iPod Touch, and then I had a smaller it, Nano. The, yeah, the Nano wasn't quite. These are were, these were for the bigger the bigger iPods. I remember my mom had the big uh, Mainly, one. yeah, I did too. I'm sure Ken did also. Yep. The, um, so the socks were, it was literally a pouch. It was a, it was a, a like like you know like a like a knit a pouch yeah like a sock yeah. I mean you couldn't it wasn't big enough to put on as a sock unless you had really small feet. <laughs> but Me it was, nine. It was basically it was a response to people were complaining because the Chrome back the fingerprints on the fingerprints and scratches like yeah. immediately as soon as you took it out of the box it got scratched like immediately and people were complaining because hey I spent four hundred bucks three hundred bucks on this thing and, and it scratched on day one so Apple said you know what. Uh, here, here, have some, have some socks. You can pop it in there. They were like 40 bucks. You got six of them because they figured, I guess you want to change them up and maybe you lost one. It's, it's crazy that this, it stayed on the market for like, for like six years or something. That's why I'm people, surprised I never owned them, one. I guess. I mean, it, it was just, it's, it's, it's so nonsensical. In our Twitter comments, people were like, wait, is this a real product? Cause I mean, like if you didn't know they existed, it seems like, you think uh, somebody like, was a, making like, a, it up. like a spoof. Yeah. It's absurd. So that that made the list, even though, you know, like that's a footnote in Apple's history. But it's just like, well, how, why? They it probably cost them about $2 to make. So they, their profit margin on these things are probably like 80%. <laughs> and people, you know, God bless them, people bought them. You know, if you put an Apple logo on something, someone's going to buy it. That's just how, how it goes. Fair enough. Michael, what was the, what was the worst... Apple product did we did we cover it already have we gotten the number one I'm just curious we didn't we didn't what, see we we talked a lot about it, 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 it was hard okay. to rank them in like in definitiveness okay. because like okay. it's it's all very subjective yeah if you ask me if I had a pick my worst Apple product of all time would be the butterfly keyboard yep. mainly because they you were really so, hate that thing they were so stubborn Everybody knew it was crap. They they knew it was crap. They had a they had a service program. They kept trying to fix it. Uh, they came out with those little things to go around the keys to keep the dust out. Then they came out with noise dampeners. Every every like uh, uh, two generations of, of of MacBook, they would they would try to fix it. They came out with the program. Uh, if you have stuck keys, if you have re repeating keys, well fixed. They knew for years that it was bad, and it was just their stubbornness of no. We can't go two millimeters thicker. It has to be. We're gonna we're gonna keep it at this. Well, that's something that could have been fixed years ago. 
Well, it could have been fixed, but the thing about it is too, it, it's it's the ubiquitousness. I mean, we're talking, we're not talking about some ancillary accessory here. We're talking about a keyboard a laptop for the key. professional yeah. level MacBook yeah. Pros. Of all of them, yeah. Uh, or all of them actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, okay, you know, I mean, something that people will touch and use every single time they Absolutely. use a device yeah. and knowing that it's not good. And then just, as you say, sticking with it for four, five, six years, however long it was, yeah. bad move. Yeah. And the you know the new one the new keyboard almost makes it worse because they could have done it. They could have done this, yeah. Yeah, the new keyboard is is fantastic. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. It's quiet, yeah. it's comfortable, it doesn't get stuck. It's just it's perfect. And it's not it doesn't I mean, listen, I'm not an engineer. I can handle the millimeter thickness. It's fine. But they just they refuse to just, you know, they they, they had to keep that going for for way 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 too long. We Got another um, comment on LinkedIn. And this is also just a reminder for anyone watching live. If you have any comments, questions, if you firmly disagree, let us know in the comments or the live chat if you're watching over on YouTube. But this viewer said, and I understand, he said when there isn't a charger included in the box, this is, I don't know if I've ever gotten an Apple product that didn't include the cord, but when I got my AirPods and it's the other end of it is a USB-C port to plug into, you know, a little block. I don't have any of those. I guess I'm like still firmly stuck in whatever 2017. And I don't have any blocks with a USB-C import. And that is frustrating. I should probably just buy one, but I do wish Apple gave me one because I bought like, you know, 200, however much AirPod Pros cost, a lot of money. Yeah, um, I mean, that's a decision they made last year was it last year ken correct me if i'm wrong i think, I think, it, was, I think so. it was last That's, year yeah it's been pretty recent yeah. yeah they i mean they 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 pin it on e-waste which there's something to be said for that i mean they give they've been giving away 50 million charges a quarter for uh many years mm -hmm. but it i agree with you there's um there's a certain expectation when you buy a product that everything you need to use to use that product that. is is in the box mm -hmm. yeah um to be fair the chargers that they supplied previously were crap <laughs> and you can buy a really good USB-C charger on Amazon for like 15 bucks. Yeah, I should probably and just I, do And that. I recommend doing that. I'll, I can send you some links if you want some All recommendations. Right. Totally. Julia, when's um, your birthday coming up? We'll have to go in together and see if we can find <laughs> one for you. Uh, my half birthday's in July. And okay. I, it's also, Apple also isn't the only company that, that doesn't supply chargers anymore. Like Samsung does it now too. Um, it, it's a, it's a industry-wide thing and there are good aspects to it because I mean, I can show you, I literally have a drawer with like 50 chargers in it. And I'm sure a lot of people do too. So I'm not 50, but I've got a number of them. Yeah, a lot. So there's, um, there's a, there's a, there's an environmental impact there. That's good because, you know, most people sure. aren't, aren't recycling these things, but there's also, uh, you know, there's a consumer expectation when you're spending a few hundred bucks on a product, and then all of a sudden you go home and it's half charged and you go to go to uh, charge it up and uh, uh, wait, wait, what? I, I, where's my charger? You're looking in a drawer. You don't have it. That's, that's a frustration. And it's, and it's, 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 it's not a great move. I don't think it, it, it pushes it to the level of their worst move because, you know, we survived headphone gate just fine. I mean, there, you know, there are, there, there's bumpy transitions with all this stuff. Sure. Once you buy that USB-C charger, Juliet, you know, you'll have my life will be improved. Yeah. And you won't think, need another one. I think another Apple charger issue I have is constantly the lightning, like to charge, you know, my iPhone or my AirPods, the 
lightning end of the um, charger will always fray. Yeah, there's, so a, there's, a, there's a bit of that. I am like constantly nursing my chargers back to health or just like sticking them out until they just completely fail. And then I survive. Like I go one night where I'm a little afraid that my phone will die overnight and my alarm won't wake me up. And then I immediately go buy a new one. I usually back myself into a bit of a corner with that one. Yeah. Um, we talked about the cables. They, there are issues with them. It's not necessarily unique to Apple, you know, cables, cheap ish cables that are that are supplied with devices they're you know they they tend to fray apple charges too much for their cables mm-hmm. in general i wouldn't recommend ever buying one from them um yeah that, that's a it's an issue they're they're not great but to put the lightning cable on the list it it speaks to a larger issue and i think the lightning is one of apple's best innovations i mean yes it's pro- proprietary but it, it was USB-C before USB-C. It's smaller than USB-C. It's, it's, it's an impressive piece of technology, particularly for, for when it was, it was released, which was like, I don't know, six or seven years ago at this point. Um, so like, I can't put the lightning cable on there or, or, or we didn't want to put the lightning cable on there Fair and say, enough. well, it's really good, but you might have a, you might right, have one right, that, right. That, that phrase, but that is a, it's a very, it's, it's, it's a common problem that you have. And we got another comment and I feel like both of you guys can definitely speak to this probably at length, which was how about Apple maps? I know that that was included it is, in yeah. the article. So do either of you want to go in? I am. I don't know why I've been so I've really stuck by Apple maps while everyone else has used Google maps for years and years. I think it's probably just because it's native on my phone. It's the easiest. I always have it available Yeah, and now well, it's much better. But I know it hasn't always been the case. Well, yeah, the the nativeness and the always on your phone thing is okay. Now, Apple Maps now, it's still not as good as Google Maps, but it's pretty good. It's good enough. Yeah, they, it's, it's, it's even more than good, good enough. enough like, the, yeah. like the maps are pretty, they're accurate. They get you where you need to go. There was a time when it first launched that Apple Maps was, in, was an unmitigated disaster. People got <laughs> lost. People, uh, uh, the 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 satellite images were 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 terrible. Uh, Siri sent you to Germany, like it was a mess. Mess. Wasn't that the, wasn't when it first came out? The the satellite images had like melting bridges yeah. and yeah. and and roadways that just sort of you know sure. oozed into All streams. That stuff. And stuff. It was yeah. really 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 bad. Really Which makes bad. You and why why would they push what, that out? What like made that? it well? Because that's the kind of thing you you Apple doesn't like to iterate in public, but you have to with a mapping app because you need all that data. Yeah. So they had to put forth something that was wonky and broken and, and then fix it and just deal with the bumps that they got, which were plentiful for several years. But now, now they have their own maps. Like they don't rely on another data. They think they, they, it was a patchwork before of all these different things. Now it's their own, uh, at least in the U S and I think it's, it's, it's making its way worldwide if it hasn't already. There's, there, it's getting more features and has integration with with Yelp and there's guides and there's flyovers mm-hmm. and you know there now it now it's it's becoming really good and if you rely on maps as your primary or only mapping service you're gonna get to where you need to go totally uh, when it launched with iOS nine I think that <laughs> you were rolling the dice I <laughs> I used it and got I I got lost numerous times with Apple Maps where I had to go to I, and I would say well, what, what you've arrived like well where am i <laughs> like i'm not kidding like that happened so yeah. it was it was a bad bad launch um, i do another a, thing that, that they learned from though 
I do have a distinct memory of Apple Maps guiding me to my interview here. Well, when we were in Framingham and I was totally lost. And yeah. that was oh, you never use it for something important. I was, <laughs> no, no, no. I was <laughs> not if you need it to be panicking. on time. Uh-uh. Panicking. Yeah. But I, I found my way, thank God. But I, it was, I was panicking. Yeah, no, it's, but, it was it wasn't good. I mean, I, I honestly, I'm sure many, many an interviewee blamed <laughs> Apple Maps for for their lateness. It wasn't. It Probably wasn't good. And so. you know, most people didn't. Not most. There are a lot of people who use iPhones that just use what's in front of them. So they were putting they were totally. putting people into a, a, a some possibly dangerous situation. And you know, like you know, my parents wouldn't know to download Google. Maybe they would. That's, that's a bad example in, in case they're listening. But but there there are some people who use it who wouldn't know. Okay, I got to go to the app store. I got to download Google Maps. I, I, I got to use that app because if I click and link, it's automatically going to go to Apple Maps. Like all of that stuff is, uh, it's it's all baked into the phone. And it was, it was all uh, uh, revolving around a terrible, terrible service. Yeah. Well, are there any other products on the list or even just that you personally, each of you have personal qualms with that you really want to get off your chest before we wrap up? I've got one I'll throw out there real quick. All right. The Do it. Performa 6200 series back in 1995, you know, I'm sorry, back when dinosaurs <laughs> roamed the earth, you know, it's like uh, that was my first Mac. And it was one of the worst ones that Apple was producing at the time. It's a wonder that I managed to stick around for a while. But uh, it was, uh, you really couldn't upgrade it. It was underpowered. I think it came with four megabytes of RAM, which tells you how, you know, how far back this thing goes. And uh, I mean, if you tried to like do any upgrades and you open the case, you'd cut your fingers. It was, it was Apple. It was just not Apple as it should be. So yeah, that, we, that's, we, my, that's my We talked one. a lot about those kind of mid- middling years before yeah. uh, both before and after steve jobs basically yeah like the newton for example pippin was another one macintosh tv there were a lot of clunkers yeah but again it speaks to that 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 influence thing and like they came and went without anyone even noticing and i think you know i think people have to somewhat recognize like no one you know you used the performance i'm sure a lot of people did it it's it's no one knows any has any idea what that is anymore. Like like it, it it had to be a product in my mind that reached a certain level of mainstreamness, like the Puck Mouse, yeah. like the iPod Hi-Fi. Like people knew about it, people wanted it, people used it, and people hated it. Uh, the the Newton was one that we we went back and forth on because it's hard to say because on one point it was way ahead of its time, paved the way for the iPhone and the iPad and everything that Apple did. On the other hand, it was pretty bad <laughs> to the point where it was like on Doonesbury and the Simpsons being being mocked. So it was a mainstream failure. On the other hand, like the Cube, it was way ahead of its time and really kind of showed the industry, the world, hey, these computers are one day going to be this. Maybe not this. Maybe it's not ready yet, but we're going to get there. And then Steve Jobs came around and showed him, showed him how it's done. <laughs> And there you have it. Well, thank you both so much. This was really fun. And I hope that if any of our viewers didn't get to air their grievances while we were live, you know, feel free to do so in the comments or chat. Um, I'm not Apple. My feelings won't get hurt. But, you know, let us know. Give us a thoughtful argument um, why you disagree with us, why you agree with us, if you have any other products to throw in. And thank you both so much for calling in and joining me today. 
Sure. Thanks. And thank you all so much for watching this episode of Today in Tech. If you liked this video, be sure to give it a thumbs up. If you're on LinkedIn, you can like it over there. But please do move over to our YouTube channel. We are IGG Tech Talk. Our live videos are also always live there. So you can subscribe to the channel there and hit the bell icon in the corner so you're notified every single time we post a new video. Thanks again for watching and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.